0: Hi everyone, it's Jill,
1: Kelsey, Abby, and Sabrina.
0: And today we are here to talk about how our stories matter, as well as how storytelling in movies help connect the watchers to real life scenarios and spread awareness for various causes. The first movie we will be talking about is Soul Surfer. Soul Surfer is based on a true story of teenage surfer Bethany Hamilton. At age 13, she suffered a severe shark attack and lost most of her left arm, but that didn't stop her. A month later, she was back on the surfboard and has since won several championships and at the age of 21 is a professional surfer. She is also a prime contributor to multiple charitable organizations such as Life Without Limbs. The reason Bethany Hamilton's life and movie, Show Stories Matter, is because even after going through such a traumatic event, she still was able to persevere and overcome the obstacles of having only one arm. She still continued to do what she loved and was an inspiration to many, demonstrating that one hard time can't stop you from doing what you want to accomplish in life.
1: Our second movie that we are going to be discussing is Five Feet Apart. It portrays 17-year-old Stella spending most of her time in the hospital as a cystic fibrosis patient. Her life is full of routines, boundaries, and self-control until she falls in love with another CF fighter, Will. However, due to their condition, they cannot go within six feet of each other. Fortunately, we have a special guest to interview today. Her name is Miss Brooks. She is a teacher at our school, has a three-year-old daughter who's battling through cystic fibrosis and is willing to share some information with us.
0: Could you tell us a little bit about CF and the reason why you have to be a certain amount away from
2: other patients? Yes, so CF is short for cystic fibrosis. It is a genetic condition. Um, Basically, the CFTR protein does not work at the cellular level, which causes thick, sticky mucus um, to build up in the body. Now, the most common area that that mucus accumulates is in the respiratory system, specifically in the lungs. Um, So that becomes the perfect breeding ground for bacteria and patients who have CF are more susceptible to culture different bacterias that a normal healthy person would not culture. Um, Bacteria such as *B. Bisopatia or Pseudomonas, which can cause a lot of damage to the lungs specifically and a um, rapid decline in lung function. So because they have this bacteria that cultures in their lungs, but not in a normal person's lungs, If they're within six feet of each other, they can actually cross-infect one another with that bacteria. And then that can then lead to other complications um, in another person with CF, which is why it's very important that they stay a minimum of six feet apart.
1: Did you know that your daughter is going to have cystic fibrosis?
2: So we did not know. Um, We were completely blindsided with this diagnosis. When I was pregnant, we were offered to take um, some genetic testing when I was about 12 weeks pregnant. But because I was under a certain age and we had no family history, um, insurance wouldn't have approved that genetic testing, which would have been thousands of dollars. So we did not take the test because we didn't think that we would need to. However, after our daughter was born, um, with her newborn screening results when she was two weeks old, our pediatrician sat us down and said that her screening results showed an anomaly and that she had two mutations for CF and that we'd have to schedule a sweat test to confirm or deny diagnosis. Um, So we really didn't even know with the newborn screening. It wasn't confirmed until four days later when we went in to have the sweat test done um, and that's where they take a sample of my daughter's sweat and they test it for how much salt is in the sweat and that confirmed that she does in fact have CF.
1: How does your daughter having cystic fibrosis impact your daily life and what is your daily
2: routine with your daughter? So our daily life is greatly impacted by CF. Um, One that I mentioned earlier is that she's susceptible to more bacteria and bacterial infections than a normal person. So we go everywhere with hand sanitizer and Lysol wipes. Um, I like to joke that we wash our hands more often than Lady Macbeth. You'll get that reference after next year. Um, She also has to take enzymes when she eats because her pancreas is blocked up by the mucus, so her body doesn't release enzymes, which means in order for her just to absorb the food that she eats, she has to supplement those enzymes. So I cannot leave the house without that medication or else my daughter literally could not eat. Um, that also goes for drinking milk or any, anything with fat, carbohydrates, protein. She has to have enzymes for um, right now, because she's so young, we open the bead, the capsules in their like little beads that we pour into a spoon of applesauce. So I always carry with me applesauce and enzymes in case we're anywhere and my daughter needs to eat. Um, we have lots of precautions in place. We try to avoid areas um, in the wintertime, especially it's really tough because of cold and flu season. So we try not to go where there's going to be a lot of children sniffling and sneezing and coughing in an indoor enclosed space. Um, So it kind of limits what we're allowed to do during the winter. Um, And as far as her doctor visits, they're extensive. We have clinic at least once every three months. So I have to navigate a variety of doctor visits Um, there. I think in the first year of her life, she probably was at Boston Children's a minimum of 10 visits the shortest of which lasted three hours. So these can be very long and time consuming. Um, In addition to that, as far as daily life is concerned, I have to manage seven different medications. She has three different pharmacies that I have to keep track of. I have to keep track of all the insurance to make sure that her medications are covered. I have to make sure that we are not running low on supply. um, And when I have to restock that, I also have to make sure I have a place to store a lot of this medication because our house is small, this is New England, Um, so there's not a lot of place to put nine or ten bottles of enzymes alone, and then you're adding saline and albuterol and Orcambi and Miralax on top of it, plus all the medical equipment. So we've had to rearrange some things for storage in our house. As far as our daily routine and her treatment plan, we get up at six in the morning. She does albuterol. If she's sick, we then do a nebulizer with hypertonic saline. That takes about 20 minutes. We have to wait for 10 more minutes before we put on her vest. Um, So she wears a vest that's hooked up to a machine and it does chest percussion therapy, which basically shakes her. The purpose of that is to loosen up the mucus off the walls of the lungs so that she can cough that up. That takes another 20 minutes. So we get up at 6, we do albuterol, wait 10 minutes, saline, wait 10 minutes, vest, you're looking at an hour's worth of time just in that treatment. And then I have to give her all of her other medications. So she needs to take a laxative because people with CF can become very um, constipated and blocked up. So she takes a laxative. She takes a medication for her liver because the liver can get blocked up. And then she takes... Um, the new one of the new breakthrough medications or can be. it's like the first generation of the modulator therapies out there um, that was approved for her age when she turned two so she takes that but she has to take it with a high fat containing food which means I then have to give her enzymes and then I also give her an um, a multivitamin that's a fat soluble vitamin so vitamins A, D, E, and K so that is everything that we take before we rush out the door by 7:20 in the morning to get her to school and myself to work and then when I pick her up if she's congested we start that process over again albuterol saline vest and then when we have dinner I don't need to give her the um, vitamin but I do need to give her the um, liver medication and the orcambi so there's like a morning routine and an evening routine in regards to her medication. And right now, we're very thankful that that's all we have um, because we know in the future there will be more added to her regimen. Why do you think it's
1: important to spread awareness for cystic fibrosis to others who don't know much about it?
2: That is a great question. Um, There's a variety of reasons why we do what we do. CF is rare. It only affects 30,000 Americans. There's 365 million Americans um, in the world. Only about 70,000 have CF. So when you're looking at such a small community, spreading awareness is very important um, for a variety of reasons. Keeping us healthy, helping people maintain awareness as far as just general you know general hygiene, washing your hands, staying home when you're sick, um, because it can really have an impact on others. CF is also something it's it's very expensive medically to treat. And the more awareness that's spread, Hopefully, the more activism can be had in making sure that treatments are coming down the pipeline and that treatments are available and accessible and affordable for patients. Um, The more awareness that's spread, hopefully, that will spur more fundraising because a lot of these breakthrough medications are not funded by taxpayer money for research. So a lot of this is private funding for research. So we do a lot of fundraising. Um, I do a Great Strides fundraiser every year as far as um, helping us out with that. Another thing that I found about spreading awareness for CF is just for me personally, it's cathartic. I can't fix this. This isn't something I can cure. I'm not a doctor. There's no cure that's been found yet. Um, So my way of helping my daughter is by spreading awareness of what her condition is and what people can do to help those who have CF because ultimately one day our hope is that C F will stand for cure found. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome.
1: Five Feet Apart shows how our stories matter because it gives a perspective that you aren't battling hardships alone. It gives some type of comfort for people battling with CF and the caretakers of them. Five Feet Apart spreads awareness for this incurable disease, demonstrating the true struggle it is to have CF or take care of someone with CF. The third and final movie we'll be talking about is Patriot's Day. On April 15, 2013, tragedy struck in Boston. Two bombs were set off during the Boston Marathon, causing the deaths of three innocent people and wounding many more. Patriot's Day is a true story based off this tragic event. The film demonstrates the events leading up to the race, the devastating aftermath, and the manhunt for the criminals to bring justice to the city. Patriot's Day is a good representation for how our stories matter because it puts into play how we truly need to expect the unexpected. That every day is precious and we are never promised tomorrow. One day could turn into a disastrous event, no one in that race or watching that race expected for two bombs to set off. Also, this movie provides reassurance to people battling or helping someone battle that you aren't alone in anything and you never are.
0: That's it, everyone. Thank you for listening to our podcast about how our stories matter and affect our lives day to day.